0: Wow. That's some breaking news right there. (laughs) Breaking news. How's everybody doing this morning? Feeling well? Yeah? It's good to see everybody feeling strong from the fast and coming out of the fast and all that good stuff. I'm feeling great. I'm feeling great. Feeling great that we get to eat again here soon. Uh, Today's the end of it for us. We're uh, finishing up with lunch. So uh, it's been good though honestly i was telling floyd this week he's like he go, you still on fire i said man i'm on fire i can't wait till the next one he goes oh you must be on fire if you are if ready for that next next fast already and, and i am there's just that nearness that you have with the lord during this time and all the distractions the competing thoughts want to just wash away finally unless you start focusing on those i was telling ally yesterday or some uh, day before and I said, you know, whenever you're fasting, you get you get sensitive to the spirit world. You get, you get sensitive to what's going on in a different in a different realm of life, and so that, that means you can hear the voice of the of God more clearly, but you can also hear the voice of competing thoughts and other whispers if you're not careful even more clearly as well, because there's a spiritual warfare that we're in, and so in, in knowing that I, I go to the Word, I get in the Word. I've been I've been getting in my in my bible every day i've been journaling that man journal hey looking rough and tough you know rugged not a diary this is this is this is not a diary this it's not a diary i keep my thoughts keep my the observations but it's a it's a man journal right there for rough and tough men right <laughs> that's what that is right there but we have our 21 days of prayer and a little card in here we'll talk about that in a minute so I, I don't want you guys to miss the Freedom Conference. It is, it is world-changing, it's life-changing, you, you know, building out and coming out of this fast and 21 days of prayer. Remember, we have seven more days of, of, of prayer and, and reading the Word together. We're hoping that we're breaking, breaking a pattern, breaking some old patterns and starting a new pattern. This is a first-fruit spiritual offering unto the Lord. You're trusting God that there's going to be breakthrough this year. And, I, and I'll say this in the first, first service, but... You may not have gotten that word or the, 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 the breakthrough yet that you're asking the Lord for, but I promise you, you are starting what is an unfolding of that breakthrough that will take place this year through because of what you've done and your commitment to this fast and the 21 days of prayer. I promise you, it is coming. It is coming. And today I'm going to t- teach you how you can even more so trust that that breakthrough is coming and how you can continually watch that thing prepare to unfold. And so uh, I do want to encourage you, though, as we're doing that, I want, I, the next step on this is going to this Freedom Conference, 1st, 2nd, and 3rd of February. There's going to be some amazing breakthroughs there that are going to just multiply and compa- and, and springboard what has taken place this three weeks. I promise you. I assure you. Uh, it's, done a, it's done an amazing work uh, in my life. Freedom, the, the tools that we will give you during this Freedom Conference, will, you can continually use. I use them continually. They keep me uh, set free, and they, they, they take me into further freedom when I find myself getting caught up on an issue. So I apply these things, I work out of these things, and and I'm telling you, if you want to feel peace, you need to come on February 1, 2, and 3. If you live through 2020, you need to be there. <laughs> I promise you, you're going to love it. Uh, also, again, like they said, love thy neighbor tonight. That's where we're saying we're a church, of Thrive Community Church, but we're a part of a big seed church, and we are, we are encouraging the kingdom of God, the kingdom of God on earth. And so we come together, and we worship as different churches. We worship together however the host church worships. Then we have another speaker that comes in from another church to speak, and so it's really, it's a quite an, uh, an amazing experience if you've never been so again tonight tonight sand springs baptist church around the corner at 6 p.m i'd love to see you there with me uh there's the remember the 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 prayers that we've been praying Uh, i'm actually praying for some of you guys before i I talk about this Uh, if you've been interested in leading a thrive tribe which is a small group or hosting a thrive tribe in your home we're going to have a brief interest meeting immediately after this service today a brief interest meeting, because I just want to connect with you, give you some information, and answer any questions you might have. That's for if you've been interested in leading a small group of people here at Thrive, or hosting a small group in your home, and you've never done that before here at Thrive. And so, that, that right here, right after this service, today. You good? Here's the, blessing. Here's the prayers that we've been praying. Blessings and help for our nation, but we sure do need it. We need it. This 21 days, we're praying for our families, praying for, for the issues and the struggles, the burdens that you've been carrying, for, just for blessings going forward even for our families. We're praying for a release of divine health. Yes, Last year was a, a, a release of, of spiritual sickness, and this year it's going to be a release of divine health. We're just believing it in Jesus' name. That warring angels would be released as we align our thoughts, our words, our will with His will and our words with His words. That warring angels will be released to protect and bring those words into fruition. You can do that, by the way. And then for an abundance of work. We're praying that God just gives us so much work that we need to hire on new people or we have such creative ideas. I want to start that business I've been concerned about doing. I didn't know if it would launch out. I didn't know if I was good enough. Well, God's going to give you some Some creative ideas. We're praying for that, that abundance will work because God said that you will have life more abundant, life and life more abundant. But God desires for you to have abundance if you are willing to be the cup that overflows because God wants to use you to be a blessing to others. It's not about you, it's about you being a blessing to others around you. And then we're talking about our next steps. Next steps of our spiritual journey. That's why we put this little card in here so you can pray over that. What are my three next steps, Lord, that you want me to pursue and go after? And and in the face of any and every adversity, I am staying steadfast, consistent, and focused. I'm going to be a committed Christian. Not a Christian that needs to be committed, but a committed Christian. Some of the problems that we continue to continually carry in our lives and our personal issues is because we're not giving ourselves away and serving others and serving God. We're too focused on us. But when you start to serve, you start to put your focus on others and the needs of others, and all of a sudden your stuff, it's not a big deal. God starts to take care of yours when you take care of his. And then first fruits offering. We're doing this 21 days of prayer as a as a spiritual first fruits. But Lord, as we bring in a first fruit offering as Abel did unto the Lord, we're saying you have been so good in 2020 to me. No matter what happened, you've been good to me. And I'm bringing a monetary first fruit offering of what I believe you're going to do in 2021. Allie and I, we, we pray each year, this year. Uh, she had a number. We prayed over the number that we were going to bring in as our first fruit offering next weekend. And she had a number, and she said, what, you, you pray and ask what the Lord is, is saying to you. I had a number. My number was a little bit bigger than her number. And I thought, You know, it challenged me. So I just waited on it, sat on it for a minute. And I thought, You know what? That's the number that just keeps coming up. And so yesterday I went to her. I said, Okay, I got a number. And uh, here it is. And she goes, Oh, Where where, did you get that number from? (laughs) You know, that that woman's security, you know, that, that, oh, are we going to be okay? I didn't have to say anything. I just sat there, and I said, well, that's the number that keeps coming up. And she goes, you know what? That's nothing considering everything that God has done for us and everything we're able to do and have that's breakthrough ladies and gentlemen let me tell you so there (laughs) there we are so i'm excited about what we're going to do we're going to pray over that and we're going to bless the lord Uh, we've had some amazing experiences when we bring in that first fruit offering Uh, i told you a couple of weeks ago or last week it's just there's amazing testimony if you'll just see god and trust god with what he's going to do but he's saying do you trust me enough to bring in that first fruit offering so we're praying for that as well let me pray for this message Because I believe it's going to be revolutionary. I think it's going to change your prayer life. I think it's going to change your attitude towards prayer. And so, Father, we just thank you so much for all that you do. Thank you that if you do nothing else but beyond this, you sent your Son to die for the weight of our sins. Lord, you've given us eternal salvation, which is life and life more abundant within itself. But thank you, Lord, that you have blessed us so that we can be a blessing. Thank you that you are miraculous. Thank you that you have a mighty hand that wants to lift us up, raise us up in due times as we humble ourselves before you. Thank you that you are wonderful that you are mighty, that you are an everlasting God, that you are Prince of Peace. Thank you. Thank you that you are our provider, our protector, our defender, our, our vindicator. Thank you so much that you want to help us and you want to walk this life out with us. In Jesus' name we pray, amen and amen. We are talking today, we're in Paths of Prayer is our series, and we're talking about intercessions, for transformation, intercessions for transformation, and I'm going to show you how, as we begin to work this concept, there will be transformation, promised transformation, that you've been desiring, you've been wanting, you've been been hoping, but you just, you missed a few steps of what God's Word says, and I'm going to fill in those gaps, so you're going to start to see the transformation matched up with the fasting and the 21 days of prayer that you've been committed to. Coming into freedom through the Freedom Conference and then watching God do some amazing work. Ephesians 6.18 says this, pray in the Spirit in every situation. Well, I I pray in the Spirit. I I was praying in the Spirit this morning as I'm worshiping. Uh, Before you get here, I I have a prayer language that God has graced me with. Uh, after After being baptized in the Holy Spirit, I had the opportunity to receive a prayer language that's for me. It's for my private time. It's for my time uh, uh, in worship and in prayer and in my car and in, in the dark places of my house, uh, in my closet, and, and as I go and do life. But then there is a gift of tongues, which is another language. And that one is where if that happens, then there should be an interpretation of tongues that follow it. And they're two different things. But we all need to understand and receive that grace of being able to speak in an unknown language that spirit language that we have so that we can be edified you need to be edified and I, in fact I need you to be edified so you can edify me and you need me to be edified so I can edify you and that, that's the purpose in this grace of that language so he says to pray in the spirit in every situation but I'm gonna give you another way to pray in the spirit today uh, but he says use every kind of prayer and request there is so we've talked about prayer and fasting the first week we talked about the tabernacle prayer the prayer of moses last week or two weeks ago fasting last week the prayer of moses and how we went through the scenarios of the tabernacle entering through the door then we're at the cross then we're at the laver then we went through the pillars and we over to the lampstand and then across the room to the showbread we went to the ark the altar of incense and then finally meeting god face to face at the ark of the covenant That that simple process that helps you kind of get unplugged when you just don't know what to pray in the moment. Or you don't even feel like praying. It it helps so much. But today, we're talking about intercessions for transformation. And until I did a little bit more research on intercession, I never considered myself an intercessor. Uh, But after my study, though, I realized I actually intercede quite often. Uh, I'm a more bottom-line person. Uh, Give me the meat. Give me the information. Let's get to the point. Let's move on. I've already three steps ahead of you because I've already figured out what you said before you finish your statement. That's If you come to know me, I'm like, "Uh okay, okay, let's let's move on. Let's go. But there's two types of people. There's a bottom line person and there is a beat around the bush person. And if you don't know which one you are, you are a beat around the bush person. I promise you. But because I'm a bottom line person, I didn't think I was an intercession person. But I found out but I realize, I realize I actually intercede a lot. I intercede for you. I intercede for my family. I intercede for the worship team, for our, our, our staff, for the children's ministry, for Henderson County. I actually realize when I do what I'm going to teach today, I'm actually interceding quite often. And I think if we realize, if we really understand what interceding is, then we will find it a joy to intercede for others. So let me give you three points, three things you need to know. Uh, number one is Jesus is interceding. Jesus is interceding for you even right now. Jesus has interceded and Jesus currently is interceding. He is interceding for your family. He is interceding for this county. He is interceding for America. He's interceding for the world. He is interceding for the dark issues that only you know and that you think you're keeping hidden. He's interceding that you find freedom in those areas. Look at Romans 8, 34, talking about the theme of intercession. We then, Who then is the one who condemns? No one. Christ Jesus, who died more than that, who is raised to life, is at. Christ Jesus is at the right hand of God and is also interceding for us let's look at hebrews 7 25 therefore he is also able to save to the utmost those who come to god through him since he always lives to make intercessions for them so we can establish that jesus is actually right now he lives to make intercessions for you jesus is always making these for you and i but what is intercession shocker intercession is not a prayer Intercession, intercession is an action. It's an activity. E- and even though intercession is an action and it is not a prayer, you can pray a prayer of intercession. You need to know the difference. Because when you pray a prayer of intercession, you're actually praying an action. Let me give you another, another uh, example of this faith. Faith is not a prayer, but you can pray a prayer. Of faith. There was, there's a, uh, several uh, young adults in here that got trained yesterday and they went out into the city to evangelize and they were praying prayers of faith for lost people or people that they encountered. They were praying prayers that God would do something in their life, praying prayers of faith. James, the disciple, Jesus' brother, in his book, uh, the book of James, he says that faith without action. Is dead. In fact, if you're not putting feet to your faith, putting action, then there's no, there's really no faith at all. That's exactly why we have our next steps, which is going on during our 10:45 service, the second and fourth weekend, and that's why we're asking you to pray to hear from the Holy Spirit of what three next steps He would have for you to do in your spiritual journey, because it's important for you to show your faith through action. Otherwise, it's no faith at all. I just want to be very clear. Don't mean you're harsh. I love you. I'm trying to save you, <laughs> trying to keep you out of bondage. But there's no faith at all. And so we've got to put action to our faith. And remember, Uh, When we start to step out and serve others, we are showing the world, others around us, I love you and I care about you. I am putting my faith into action. I am showing my faith in serving them. And what that does, it inspires the people around you to get up and do the same thing, to start to serve, start to get involved, to bring encouragement and edification to the people around them. Then that's how the body arises up and becomes the body it's supposed to be. It starts, to, it starts to make the shift and the change that we're called to be, to show our faith to the world around us. It edifies, it builds up, and Christ is looking for a body that's built up, not deflated. You know, 20% of the body worldwide, only 20% serves. We have a handicapped body of Christ, and Jesus comes for a spotless bride. He's not coming for a handicapped bride. He's coming for people that are really ready to put their faith in action and be the change wherever they are. So we're here to be the change. Intercession, though, is not a prayer and it is an action. Though it's not a prayer and it is an action, here's what intercession is. Intercession is the act of bringing two parties together. That's the action right there. So when I pray a prayer of intercession, I am praying a prayer that brings two parties together. It's an action, and here is the action that Jesus did for you and I. Jesus brought the Father together with humanity, with you and I. Jesus was the intercession. He was the bridge. He did everything that was required. He said, Jesus said, well, is anybody going to do this? Jesus said, I, I'll step up, I'll go, and I'll become the bridge between God the Father and humanity so that the humanity is not lost for eternity. Hallelujah to that. Hallelujah to that. Say so intercession is in the Old Testament 46 times. The word in Hebrew is pagah. So 46 times it's in the Old Testament, but only a few times is it it translated as intercession or intercessor. And so I'm going to give you a working knowledge because we see this word pagah translated in a different form, but it actually gives us a working knowledge of how we should interpret intercessor or intercession. So let's look at this in Joshua 17.10. It says southward it was Ephraim's, and northward it was Manasseh's. Manassas and the sea is his border, and they met together. Look at these words: they met together in Asher on the north and in Issachar on the east. The significance of this is this is where you see the word pagah in the Old Testament, and it says they met together, mean intercession. And in their intercession, they were meeting together. I need you to see this. There's an English word that sounds very similar. It's called a simile. And a simile is a word that is used to bring volume or explanation or uh, understanding to another word. So uh, I'm going to give you a word, a simile for intercession. And that word is intersection. And what is intersection? Intersection is where two paths meet together. They intersect, right? You can go down here to the intersection... At Walmart, near Chicken Express. You know, thinking food right now. Get out of the, get. Th- come back here. Think spiritual food. Think spiritual food. Let, so we can pray a prayer of intercession, and here's what happens. We are going one way, and God is coming another way, and we are intersecting in our prayers with God. So we started out here, but we intersect. We make intercessions and intersect with God. And that's what Jesus did for you and I. Let's look at Joshua 19.11. It says, And their border went up toward the sea, and Meralah and reached to Dabasheth, and reached to the river that is in Jachnim. Reached to is the word pagah, which also gives us an explanation for intercession. So when we couldn't reach to God, God reached to us through Jesus Christ. He created, interceded, and made an intersection to us. Hope you're seeing this. Hope you are excited about your salvation. Twice in the Old Testament, though, it's translated as intercession or intercessor. Both times referring to Jesus. Let's look at Isaiah 59. He saw that there was no man and wondered that there was no intercessor. Interesting. Interesting. go on therefore his own arm brought salvation for him and his own righteousness it sustained him he said there's there's no one that's going to do this oh i'll go i'll i'll intercede i'll bring in an intersection between god the father and humanity no one else is going to build this bridge i'll do it and so there he was on the cross interceding and causing an intersection for you and i between god the father and humanity Thank you, Jesus. One person, I heard him say it under their breath. Thank you, Jesus. Yes. So now let's look at a messianic chapter. Isaiah 53 says, Therefore I will divide him a portion with the great, and he shall divide the spoil with the strong. Let's go on. Because he poured out his soul unto death, and he was numbered with the transgressors, and he bore the sins of many. You know who the transgressors were? In that moment, the transgressors they're talking about are the two thieves that were on the two crosses that were right beside Jesus as he was being hung, as he was being hung for our sins. And then it says, and he made intercessions for us. We're the transgressors. Jesus made, while on the cross with the other two thieves, Jesus made a bridge, an intersection of intercession for you and I. That gives us access into heaven. And that's the transgression. The transgressors were us. So Jesus made this bridge between us and God, the Father. And this is why it's so important for us to pray prayer of intercession... Or to intercede because there is a chasm between what's going on in heaven and what should be going on in earth. And you and I are the bridge that are to bring what's going on in heaven down to what's supposed to be going on in earth. We are to intercede to create an intersection between what shouldn't be with what should be. For thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy will, not my will. Thy will. First, first point was Jesus is interceding. The second is the Holy Spirit is interceding. Romans eight twenty six and 27 says this. Likewise, the Spirit also helps. Hold on to that word. I'm going to come back to it. In our weakness. For we do not know what we should pray for as we ought. We do not know what we should pray for. So how will we then know what God's will is? How will we know what to pray? Let me show you. But the Spirit himself makes intercession for us with groanings which cannot be uttered. He makes a connection for us and he makes an intersection for you and I. Let's continue. Now he who searches the hearts knows that what, the, what the mind of the Spirit is. Because he makes intercession for the saints according to the will of God. The Holy Spirit knows the mind of the Father, and He knows the mind, He knows the heart of the saints, and He is making intercession for the saints. The Holy Spirit is interceding that the saints will get what the Father is saying. And so, as the Holy, as the saints, your saints, by the way, as you begin to enter into prayer, carrying that burden that that's holding you up, that's hindering you, that's on your mind, that's that's holding you back, as you begin to pray those burdens back to Jesus, the Holy Spirit is interceding. He's coming from from the Father, and He's giving the will of the Father for this specific situation, and He's wanting to join with you in prayer. So, when you start to pray, and all of a sudden you're praying things that I don't even know why I'm praying those things, those weren't my initial thoughts, but God has given me words. He's aligning your will with His will so that His will can take over, and all of a sudden you're praying the will of the Father by way of the Holy Spirit. Remember, I'm telling you another way to pray in the Spirit by way of the Holy Spirit. So, as you pray, as you intercede, You're causing an intersection between God the Father and this burden, this earthly burden that you had on your heart that's holding you back. And that is you causing an intersection, an intercession between heaven and earth. You're going to find it a joy to intercede after this. This is what actually happens when we pray prayers that are according to the will of God. And when we understand this, then we can understand that we can pray, and the Holy Spirit can lead us in our prayers. We start to learn, and maybe maybe you've been one of those that have contacted me, and, or maybe you haven't, and you've been noticing even as you've been reading these devotions with us, you've been realizing that, whoa, whoa, I'm, I'm reading another book, or I'm hearing another message, or this song keeps coming up on the radio, and it's just the very readings I'm reading that day. You're starting to realize God has been speaking to you the whole time by way of the Holy Spirit. It's just that we don't pay attention because we have so many distractions in our life. But when we invest this 21 days of prayer, this fasting, we start to get more in tune with what the Holy Spirit is saying because I'm hungry. I just need a word. I need something. I'm listening more clearly to what God wants to say to me, and I'm focused. This is an example. This is the first fruit of what God wants to do in you, not only through 2021, but beyond. But you're starting to realize, oh, if I just subject my will to his will in prayer, I can start realizing what his will is sooner, and so I can have a more impactful prayer life. You're the bridge. You're to bring heaven to earth, on earth, as it is in heaven, Jesus says. When you pray, pray like this, so when we understand this, we can understand that the Holy Spirit would love to guide our prayers. So that we're praying according to the will of the Father. Remember I said the word helps. I want you to remember helps. Helps means when two parties are mutually, they're mutually bearing a burden. So God is, is bringing me some help. That's the Holy Spirit. Remember, he's the helper. God, we talked about it in December. God wants to send you. Jesus wants to send you the Holy Spirit to be your helper. He wants you to, hey, you don't have to carry that burden. Let me help you to how you release that burden. The Holy Spirit wants to help you carry it back to God. And he is your helper. But let me tell you what prayer means. Prayer is a transference of a burden. It's a transference of a burden. Prayer is not going into your closet and saying a bunch of words and then coming out burdened. Prayer is having a burden, having some things on my heart that ought not be. And I take those things into a conversation with God and I pray and I'm releasing those things in a conversation of God with what's on my heart, what's been burdening, what's been holding me back. And at that moment, prayer happens when I release that to the feet of Jesus and I walk away from that thing having received the promise of peace and rest in my soul. Jesus says, come to me, all ye who are heavy laden, heavy burdened, and I will give you rest. So if you're going to prayer time and you come out of prayer time with a burden, then you didn't pray. You sat there and griped and complained and lamented. You did an emotional exercise with no spiritual fruit. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm going to show you how. When we go into prayer, And we take that burden that we have, and we we pray that burden. We conversate with God about that burden. And we start to align with what the Holy Spirit is saying. We hand it to the feet of Jesus. We hand it over to the feet of Jesus. We walk away with peace and rest in our soul, believing that what we prayed, because we waited and we aligned with what the Holy Spirit was saying, He was delivering us the will of the Father, we leave that there, trusting and knowing, as Scripture says, Jesus Himself says, when you pray, believe that you have received and I can believe that I have received, even though it may not be happening in the moment, it will transpire, transpire because I yielded my will over this burden to the will of the Father by way of the Holy Spirit, and now I can see the situation already finished because I believed what I have, I will receive what I've prayed. I'm just giving you Scripture. And I can hold Jesus, I can hold the Bible, I can hold God to His Word. And what also is happening, he says, "...anything you pray in my will, according to my will, it will be done." That's how I know I can go away from that moment with peace and rest, knowing that I have received what I prayed for because I took the time to understand that I began to pray the will of the Father by way of the Holy Spirit because he was taking over the burden. And I went into that prayer wanting the outcome to look like this, but by the time I was done with that prayer, the Father, by way of the Holy Spirit, gave me a different outcome, and I was confessing and praying that outcome instead. So I've subjected what I want because I really want... ...what the Father wants. And I walk out of there saying... Whew, ...I'm glad I don't have to carry that burden anymore... But do you know that people walk out of those times of emotional exercise and they come and they take that burden away and it begins to well up inside of them. It begins to cause physical effects. It causes emotional effects. It gets down in their soul because they haven't handed it over to the Lord. They're going to get uh, they're going to get anxiety medicine, depression medicine. They're going to get you get some infra some help, some counseling that they don't really need that they just need to go to the Father, but they haven't released the burden back to the Father. And so they haven't learned that my physical issues, the stress on my life is because I'm so worried about my kids and I'm worried about my finances, and I'm worried about my marriage. Great, take it to the Father, align your will with His will, and find peace and freedom and healing in the moment. Man, if you're here today and you have a burden at the end of this, when we take communion, you give that burden to God in prayer, and you will come out of this place relieved. Scripture says that when you pray, when you pray, believe it's done. We're singing the song, uh, prophesy as if it's done. That's what you're saying. You're like, no, I'm praying, I'm believing, and I'm handing that burden. And though my son or my child may be still messing up, mm-mm, I see the finished product. I see the child that God is about to restore in due time, as scripture says. He, he will raise him up in due time. I just keep letting, letting the Lord know I trust you. And every time that Satan wants to whisper into my soul, I trust you, Lord. Yeah. Nope, I trust you. Because God can't do his work when you got a stranglehold on it looking like this. He's not going to rip it out of your hands. you got to hand it over. Okay, God. You got it. I'm going to see it as, as it's supposed to be, according to your will and what you said in my time of prayer. Remember, when, the, when we need the Holy Spirit, he is our friend He is our comforter, he is our counselor, he is our helper, and he wants to help us with these burdens and tell us what the Father's will is so we can find freedom. He wants us to be free. You know, I grew up in a a small town 70-something miles away from here, and I I actually grew up in a spirit-filled church, and there's two spirit-filled types of churches in our town. There was one where uh, the women wore too much makeup, and there was one where they couldn't wear any makeup. They had to wear long hair, and sometimes they keep it in a bun. They'd have to wear a long skirt, probably weighted down, and no makeup. And so I thought growing up, well, I'm going to be doomed either way. I'm going to marry another wo- uh, an ugly woman. One wearing two. <laughs> but that's not the Holy Spirit. <laughs> that, 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 is a, that is a portrayal of what people think the Holy Spirit should be. The Holy Spirit wants to be your helper. The Holy Spirit, you, we need the Holy Spirit to guide us, to lead us into all truth. We come in in our burdens and we think a certain truth, but we need the Holy Spirit to tell us the Father's truth. We need him. So Jesus is interceding. The Holy Spirit is interceding. And we are to intercede. First Timothy two, 1 Timothy 2.1 says, Therefore I exhort first of all, that supplications, first of all, it's, it, it's the first of the year, we should be bringing in our first, our exhort first of all. We should be giving first in, in everything, not, well, all we can do now is pray. No, I exhort first of all that supplications, prayers, intercessions, and giving of thanks be made for all men. For all men. We should be praying for all aspects, every domain of life. Governor, governors, city, city councilmen. We should be praying for our doctors, our military our officers, the pastors in this community, our bosses. We should be praying for all men, our wives, our, our kids, everyone. But Jesus, the Holy Spirit, are interceding, and now we are to intercede. We are interceding and can build a bridge from heaven down to earth. I hope I've, I hope I've been able to explain this to you, that as you go into this prayer of intersection, this prayer of intercession, you will be bringing heaven to earth. Let me model this for you, okay? Let's say you have a son, and I'm just going to use the name James. And James is just, I mean, in and out of trouble. D- d- gets going good so much, so well, he starts to go to church, and, and boy, they just start to get on the right path, and then boom, something happens, and they're, they're, they're three steps behind of where they were uh, whenever they first started coming to church, or they don't go to church, and and they've been struggling, or and maybe your issue is finances, or maybe your issue is marriage, or maybe your your issue is not finding the right woman or finding the right man. Whatever the issue is, I'm using this scenario, and James, you know, you just carry a burden. Gosh, I just wish James would just. Just get the clarity, get an understanding. I wish you would just find Jesus. I just wish you would straighten up and act right and do well. There's so much good for Him. And so you're, you're, you're of these burdens. You're carrying this burden. But when you understand that you are, you can pray prayers of intercession which intersects heaven and earth. Then you go into that. In the same way, we modeled uh, last week the going in with thanksgiving. We enter his gates with thanksgiving and his courts with praise. We we go by the alt, we go by the, the cross or the, the brazen altar, and we say thank you, Lord, for all that you did on the cross. And then we we get to that place, you know, where we go to the labor. But if you if you go into prayer and you're saying thank you, Lord, for all that you do, thank you for what you're doing. Let let me just model it for father we just thank you thank you for all that you've done thank you for your goodness thank you for your mercy thank you that they're new every day thank you lord that you are my provider and you are you you have my family as that at their interest at your heart you want what's best for my family and I just thank you for that because sometimes we have to remind ourselves that God can do some of things he can do some of these things and he actually does care about our family so thank you, Lord, that you are victor, that you are a banner of victory, that you surround my family with a hedge of protection. Thank you for all that you do. And Father, right now, I just, I just pray for your miraculous works to do an amazing work in my family. For Lord, I'm, I'm bringing James to you. I'm bringing my son James to you. Uh, Lord, he's been in and out of addiction and in and out of, of, of issues and, and, in and in and out of struggles. Lord, he gets it going really well, and then, then he falls off. He gets in with the wrong friends. Father, I just pray that you begin to bring godly friends around him. I pray that you, you begin to bring, uh, bring him into an intersection, a place where, where godly people just begin to walk into his life and begin to talk with him and begin to lead him to you. Father, I pray that you send your Holy Spirit to convict him of the sins that he ought not do and the righteousness that he is when he comes to you. Lord, I pray that you, you just begin to have this, this breaking of the bondage of addiction that's over his life. And the more I'm praying, and I'm praying to the Father, and the more I'm lifting up James, who's here on earth, the more I'm praying into the two, I'm beginning to create an intersection, and an, intercession, an intersection through intercession, and I'm bringing the two part together. They are meeting, the two are coming together, God is reaching down to, the, to, the, to earth in this situation, and I am building a bridge between heaven and heaven and earth so that heaven will earth will look like heaven and i'm beginning to learn to pray the will of the father by way of the holy spirit and i can back out of that thing once that prayer has been done knowing that now god is going to do his work because i have interceded and i have given god my son james so that he can do the good work that's how it's done and i have peace and i have rest And I see the finished product because I listen to the Father by way of the Holy Spirit. And I've been shown the will that God has for my son, James. Faith in action proves faith. Anything less than that is griping and complaining and a bunch of emotional exercise that that gets nowhere. So I want to pray today. We're going we're to take communion together, and it's going to be a little bit different. Like I said, if there's some things, burdens that you've been carrying, and, and you've been going through this emotional exercise, but you still carry this burden today, as we prepare to take communion, I want you to put into practice letting go of the burden at the feet of Jesus, and then coming out of this communion filled with rest and peace, trusting that God the Father is going to do His work according to His will because you took your hands off of it. But we're going to start with forgiving. Forgiving ourselves, asking for forgiveness of ourselves, forgiving others, and then forgiving the Father. And that might strike you, but there's a lot of believers that are angry at God. They carry angst at God. They may say they don't, but they have this thing in their hearts towards God because something didn't work out the way that they wanted it to work out. Something didn't happen that they wanted to happen. And so you're carrying anger, angst, awe against God your Father. So where you're at, I just want you to pray in, in, in your heart, in the Spirit, Pray under your breath, however you want to. You can pray out loud. It doesn't matter to me, whatever your comfort level is. But we're going to begin to pray, and I'm going to pray with you. Father, we just thank you so much. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for all that you did at the cross. Ooh, thank you for the labor, Lord, as I see myself in in that labor. Some stuff that needs to be cleaned up. Father... I forgive my wife when she spoke to me the way she did. I forgive my boss when he didn't give me what I thought I deserved. I forgive my pastor when he didn't do what I wanted him to do. I forgive my friends. I forgive the random stranger at Walmart that cut me off. I forgive. Father, will you please forgive me? for not honoring my marriage the way I'm supposed to honor my marriage according to your will. Will you forgive me for not honoring my friends the way I'm supposed to honor my friends according to your will? Will you forgive me for losing my temper and not honoring my children the way that you want me to honor and lead my children? Will you forgive me, Lord, for holding angst against you Father, I forgive you that what I wanted and when I wanted didn't turn out the way I wanted. But I see now. I see now. And I know you love me. And I want your outcome. And right now, the burdens that we carry, Lord, we are creating an intersection from heaven to earth And we lay these these issues, these burdens that we came in with at the feet of the cross. How my child is going to turn out. How my marriage is going to turn out. How my finances will make it. How this new business is going to take off. How my business is even going to make it. Am I going to have a job next week? Where are provisions going to come from? all these burdens Lord I lay them at your feet and in place I receive rest I receive your peace in Jesus name so as we walked to that labor we go through the columns we, we go over to the lamp stand if you remember last weekend if you missed it you should go back and watch it or listen to it and there we are Holy Spirit fill me up clean myself up, got it out of the way, I'm feeling good, fill me up, Holy Spirit, stir me up, just just breathe your your fresh wind of fire over my life, fan the flames that are within me, and then you, you make it across the hall over to the showbread, and as you take that little cellophane off of your communion cup, you know we have this piece of bread to remind us of the showbread. In the tabernacle and in the temple there was the table of showbread and and Jesus is the showbread. The word of God is the showbread. Jesus was the word, and the word was God in flesh. So we take the showbread. I'm sorry we don't have any butter. Mmm, can't wait to have some butter. say thank you Lord because you just took care of my burdens thank you for forgiving me you know forgiveness is the mother of all freedom issues yeah but Lord thank you that as I pray these prayers of intercession you are intersecting with this burden and I don't have to worry about it anymore so by faith As an act of my will, I'm going to choose to trust you and walk out of this building burdenless. And I'm going to seal it with the showbread of life. And then this grape juice was an example of wine and Jesus' blood. You know, the first miracle Jesus did was turning water into wine. And you think about it, the the vessels that Jesus turned water into wine were, were cleaning vessels. There were places where vessels where people would go and wash their hands for cleansing, but Jesus turned it into wine, which one day would look like boy, I don't get it. God's going to get you with it. But it cleans you up. As we take communion and we've We've handed over those burdens. We're trusting God. We've, we, not my will. Thy will be done. And we've, we've, we've confirmed and we've committed and we've said, hey, I'm sealing it with the showbread of life, saying God's word is what I'll eat. Come on, somebody. God's word is what I'll eat. It'll get down in my soul, and all of a sudden, I'm just going to see my situation through the truth of God's word. And I'm going to clean me up. Because that's exactly what the blood of Jesus Christ did at the cross. And now all I have to do is appropriate the blessings of the cross by choosing of my will. So let's together take of the, the wine that's purifying in our souls. So Father, we just thank you so much. We lift it up. Thank you for what you did by sending your son to be an intercession, a bridge between humanity and and God, and we bless you, we praise you in Jesus' name, and we tip our cups to you and drink of your blood. So, I want to remind you as we we pray. So, let's pray, Father. We thank you, we love you, and we're in these paths of prayer. We're praying. We're praying for the blessings of our nation. We're here in the at the throne room of the Ark, and we're interceding for our nation right now, Lord. Pray that you pour pour out blessings, your best for our nation. Let the kingdom come upon the governments of this nation, the governments of this world, Lord. Let your kingdom reign here on earth. Lord, we pray for our families, the lost ones and the found ones, the ones who are still in bondage and need to find freedom. We pray for ourselves so that we can lead the way in freedom. Pray for our kids' health, our kids' well-being, that they will catch vision from heaven so that they know what their purpose and calling is as we pursue purpose and calling. Lord, we pray for a release of divine health over our bodies in Jesus' name, Lord. We pray that as we come into contact with anybody that may be carrying COVID-19, that it falls to the ground and dies immediately in Jesus' name. Those who came in here with burdens and pains... Lord, as they handed the burdens back over to you and they received peace and rest instead, Lord, I just declare right now that you are bringing physical and emotional healing in Jesus' name, that warring angels would be released to fulfill your word as we line with your will for an abundance of work, Lord, next steps, our next steps in our spiritual journey, O oh Lord, and first fruit offering that you would have for us to bring in. We bless you with this in Jesus' name.